Faith, Hope and Love, Episode 231, Pentecost Sunday, Year A. The Easter season comes to an end this weekend with the great feast of Pentecost, the descent of the Holy Spirit upon Christ's beloved disciples. Jesus is present and powerfully active through the abiding presence of the Holy Spirit in the church and in every one of his followers in all times and places. We, the followers of Christ, continue the wonderful work of the kingdom. We do this in very tangible ways, putting into action the warming breath of God's spirit of justice, love and practical care. God breathed into the first human being the day of our creation. The book of Genesis tells us that the Lord put his lips to ours and breathed in us and gave us his spirit of life. And so we became human beings. And John then tells us that on the day of Pentecost, the risen Lord breathed on us a second time and gave us new life. After receiving the Holy Spirit, courage replaced caution and a fire was lit in our hearts that scatters the darkness of fear forever. Like those first disciples, we are now a new creation. We've been called to live an heroic life and to be living instruments of God's peace and mercy in this beautiful but broken world. This is Faith, Hope and Love. Come Holy Spirit, Creator, come within your kingdom, make us your That sing when nature gives us seeds to sow. He who is artful in grace, in his true light, can lead and show us the way and raise us high. Guide our hearts and trust that with your love, embrace us, hold our faith and make us wise. Keep us from undue spite, bring us true peace. Through trials you keep us safe beneath your wings. Through him we may know you love, reborn and brand new. Hear our call and we shall sing. All glory to the Father and to his Son. Christ and the Spirit come, the three in one. Amen, Amen, Amen. The love of God has been poured into our hearts. Through the Spirit of God dwelling within us. Alleluia. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, and the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with you all. Happy Pentecost to you all.
With this wonderful feast day celebrating the birthday of the church, as promised, our Lord sent the Holy Spirit from his heavenly Father to fall gently upon the apostles and ensure Christ's abiding presence in and among his followers of every generation. The Spirit gives fruitfulness to all we do and say in the name of Christ and continues to carry on Christ's work in us all. Peace and goodness to you all for this wonderful feast. My brothers and sisters, to prepare ourselves to celebrate the sacred mysteries, let us first call to mind our sins. Lord Jesus, you have revealed yourself as the way to the Father. Lord, have mercy. You have poured out on your people the Spirit of Truth. Christ, have mercy. You are the Good Shepherd, leading us to eternal life. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of good We praise you, we bless you, we adore you, we glorify you. We give you thanks for Let us pray for a strengthening of the gifts of the Spirit within us. O God, who by the mystery of today's great feast sanctify your whole church in every people and nation, pour out, we pray, the gifts of the Holy Spirit across the face of the earth. And with the divine grace that was at work when the gospel was first proclaimed, Fill now once more the hearts of believers. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, 
one God for ever and ever. Amen. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. When the day of Pentecost had come, they were all together in one place, and suddenly from heaven there came a sound like the rush of a violent wind, and it filled the entire house where they were sitting. Divided tongues, as of fire, appeared among them, and a tongue rested on each of them. All of them were filled with the Holy Spirit, and began to speak in other languages, as the Spirit gave them ability. Now there were devout Jews from every nation under heaven living in Jerusalem, and at this sound the crowd gathered and was bewildered, because each one heard them speaking in their own language. Amazed and astonished, they asked, Are not all these who are speaking Galileans? And how is it that we hear each of us in our own language? Parthians, Medes, Elamites, and residents of Mesopotamia, Judea and Cappadocia, Pontus and Asia, Phrygia and Palmophilia, Egypt and the parts of Libya belonging to Cyrene, and visitors from Rome, both Jews and converts, Cretans and Arabs. In our own languages we hear them speaking about God's deeds of power. The Word of the Lord Lord, send out your Spirit and renew the face of the earth. Bless the Lord my soul, Lord God, how great you are. How many are your works, O Lord, the earth is full of your riches. You take back your spirit, they die, returning to the dust from which they came. You send forth your spirit, they are created, and you renew the face of the earth. May the glory of the Lord last for ever, may the Lord rejoice in his works. May my thoughts be pleasing to him, I find my joy in the Lord. Lord, send out your Spirit, and renew the face of the earth. A reading from the first letter of St Paul to the Corinthians. Brothers and sisters, no one can say, Jesus is Lord, except by the Holy Spirit. Now there are varieties of gifts, but the same Spirit, and there are varieties of services, but the same Lord, and there are varieties of activities, but it is the same God who activates all of them in everyone. To each is given the manifestation of the Spirit for the common good, for just as the body is one, and has many members, and all the members of the body, though many, are one body, so it is with Christ. For in the one Spirit we were all baptised into one body, Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, 
and we were all made to drink of one spirit. The Word of the Lord The Sequence of Pentecost Holy Spirit, Lord Divine, come from heights of heaven and shine, come with blessed radiance bright. Come, O Father of the poor, come whose treasures gifts ensure, come our heart's unfailing light. Of consolers wisest best, and our soul's most welcome guest, sweet refreshment, sweet repose. In our labour rest most sweet, Pleasant coolness in the heat, consolation in our woes. Light most blessed shine with grace, in our heart's most secret place. Fill your faithful through and through. Left without your presence here, life itself would disappear. Nothing thrives apart from you. Cleanse our soiled hearts of sin, arid souls refresh within, wounded lives to health restore. Bend the stubborn heart and will, melt the frozen, warm the chill, guide the wayward home once more. On the faithful who are true, and profess their faith in you, in your sevenfold gift descend. Give us virtue's sure reward, give us your salvation, Lord. Give us joys that never end. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of your faithful and kindle in them the fire of your love. Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Chapter 20, verses 19 to 23. It was evening on the day Jesus rose from the dead, the first day of the week. And the doors of the house where the disciples had met were locked for fear of the Jews. Jesus came and stood among them and said, Peace be with you. After this, he showed them his hands and his side. Then the disciples rejoiced when they saw the Lord. Jesus said to them again, Peace be with you. As the Father has sent me, so I send you. When he had said this, he breathed on them and said to them, Receive the Holy Spirit. If you forgive the sins of any, they are forgiven them. If you retain the sins of any, they are retained. The Gospel of the Lord
Pope Leo XIII said, Whatever we are, that we are by the divine goodness. This goodness is specially attributed to the Holy Spirit. One of the common threads in funeral eulogies is to tell the congregation where and when the deceased was born. And a lot of the content refers to their early days, how they came to be the people that we honour today. They refer often to humble beginnings when family and friends were the principal focus and sometimes faith enters into their life as the foundation for the life to come. It's particularly engaging when the eulogist speaks of the failures as well as the successes of a person's life. Then they become real and identifiable. We know then that the deceased person led an authentic life that we can all identify with. Now the Feast of Pentecost is a time also to reflect on the origins of the church, where it came from, and of its equally humble beginnings with the Twelve in the locked room and the descent of the Holy Spirit. It's a time also to reflect on the church's history, its moments of crisis, its times of division, its times of success as well as it spread throughout the known world and of the spiritual battles that it's faced with its opponents throughout the ages. Pentecost recalls the authentic life that Christianity has lived and reminds us of the part that we've played in that life. Now much has happened since that first Pentecost, but the commission given to the members of the church today is still the same as that given to the twelve. Our responsorial psalm sums it up when it says, Send out your spirit and renew the face of the earth. Now we've inherited this rather daunting task, and today we face the challenge of presenting the richness of our tradition in a way that modern women and men can understand. The task is daunting because we all fear rejection and being ignored. Even worse, we fear people thinking us foolish and naive. And we've convinced ourselves that it's better to be half-hearted about our faith and be thought a fool than to speak about it and remove all doubt. It's a difficult conflict to feel personally strong about something, but fearing not having the courage or the knowledge to speak about it to others. Suppose if we really believed it was good news, then why would we not want to share it with others and keep it to ourselves? The disciples gathered in the closed room on that first Easter day. They knew that his tomb was empty. They knew of Mary's encounter with Jesus. They must have been utterly confused and disoriented. They feared punishment as known associates of Jesus, and they were afraid of the empty tomb implications. So the sudden appearance of Jesus among them must have been disconcerting. But Jesus understood their fear. He reassured them with this, his message of peace. How are they to know that this Jesus was their recently crucified Lord? So Jesus showed them his hands and his side, and this proof filled them with joy, and again Jesus wished them peace. After this he commissioned them, he breathed on them, invited them to share and receive the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, for the forgiveness of sins. Now the Spirit was evident in the disciples after the first Pentecost by the manner in which they spoke of the marvels of the Lord and were understood by people of many different nationalities and languages. Their fear was transformed into courage. The Spirit filled them with enthusiasm and with passion and conviction. Those who witnessed this Pentecost event were at first bewildered. 
But as they heard the apostles' message, their mystification changed to astonishment and amazement. The wonder and awe paved the way to conversion and belief. Now one clear feature of the good news this Sunday is that that same spirit is on the side of diversity. But it's a wondrous and marvellous diversity because the more the Spirit helps us find out who we are, the more we become ourselves, the more we connect and become one with the Spirit given to all. Sadly, our churches often fail to live out the great vision of Pentecost, that vision of unity and diversity. The free breath of the Spirit breathed into all has often been too much to bear. We build our towers of Babel, setting up empires that control and bring about a crushing uniformity and anonymity. We often tragically fail to see that uniformity is not unity. In some cults, to celebrate personal identity is heresy. People become like copies of each other, thinking exactly the same, speaking the same, like so many clones of the authority figures they idolise. And they feel inferior and very dependent clones. Such cults are often secular. Some are extreme, but some are more subtle and harder to recognise. Our church does not, on the other hand, endorse rampant individualism, but a true individualism of dignity, interdependence and colourful variety make up a rich and glorious whole. Ultimately, the work of achieving unity and diversity is the work of reconciliation. Firstly, because the more we become truly ourselves, the more we truly reflect the face of Christ in our world. And secondly, because the one thing that people find hardest to do is to live together in unity and peace. And we believe that the Spirit gives us the power to make that difference. The Church both evangelises and is evangelised. Conversion leading to faith in Christ is the basis of Christian life. Not just for those joining our community, but for all, and most especially for those whose lives have closed them off to knowing how the Spirit of God can work in and through them. As the poetic sequence of Pentecost says, this is a time to heal our wounds, our strength renewed. On our dryness pour thy dew and wash the stains of guilt away. Bend the stubborn heart and will. Melt the frozen, warm the chill. Guide the steps that go astray. I believe in God the Father Almighty, Creator of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died and was buried. He descended into hell. On the third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body and life everlasting. Amen. The Spirit of God enlightens us with gifts. With one voice we now pray. That your whole church, 
will continue to show in honest word and action that Jesus is Lord. Lord, hear us. That the nations of the world will be transformed by the deep values of the Holy Spirit and will never discriminate against any person because of race, colour or creed. Lord, hear us. That Christians will work to eliminate the scandal of disunity as we are called to be parts of one body, united in Christ. Lord, hear us. For the whole world, including our local community, suffering and recovering from this pandemic, that God's grace, healing and peace will be with us all and lead us to recovery. Lord, hear us. For all who are ill and those who care for them, that the Lord will give them healing, peace and strength. Lord, hear us. That those who have gone before us, marked with the sign of faith, may enter into final glory, especially those for whom we now pray. Lord, hear us. Almighty God, today the Holy Spirit came upon your church and brought your saving work to its completion. We humbly ask you to hear the prayers of your people, renewed in the Spirit, and with the power of the resurrection of your Son, who lives and reigns for ever and ever. Amen. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you, fruit of the earth and work of human hands. It will become for us the bread of life. By the mystery of this water and wine, may we come to share in the divinity of Christ, who humbled himself to share in our humanity. Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you, fruit of the vine and work of human hands. It will become our spiritual drink. With humble spirit and contrite heart, may we be accepted by you, O Lord, and may this sacrifice in your sight this day be pleasing to you, Lord God. Wash me, O Lord, from my iniquity. Cleanse me from my sin. Pray, brothers and sisters, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God the Almighty Father. May the Lord accept the sacrifice at your hands for the praise and glory of his name, for our good and the good of all his holy church. Grant, we pray, O Lord, that as promised by your Son, the Holy Spirit may reveal to us more abundantly the hidden mystery of this sacrifice, and graciously lead us into all truth. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. The Lord be with you. Lift up your hearts. 
let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks, Lord, Holy Father, Almighty and Eternal God. For bringing the Paschal Mystery to completion, you bestowed the Holy Spirit today on those you made your adopted children, by uniting them to your only begotten Son. This same Spirit, as the Church came to birth, opened to all peoples the knowledge of God, and brought together the many languages of the earth in profession of the one faith. Therefore overcome with paschal joy, every land, every people exults in your praise, and even the heavenly powers with the angelic hosts sing together the unending hymn of your glory as they acclaim, Holy, Holy, Holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory, Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord, Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, and all you have created rightly gives you praise. For through your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, by the power and working of the Holy Spirit, you give life to all things and make them holy, and you never cease to gather a people to yourself, so that from the rising of the sun to its setting a pure sacrifice may be offered to your name. Therefore, O Lord, we humbly implore you by the same Spirit, graciously make holy these gifts we have brought to you for consecration, that they may become the body and blood of your Son, our Lord Jesus Christ, at whose command we celebrate these mysteries. For on the night he was betrayed, he himself took bread, and giving thanks, he said the blessing, broke the bread and gave it to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and eat of it, for this is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice, and, giving you thanks, he said the blessing, and gave the chalice to his disciples, saying, Take this, all of you, and drink from it, for this is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many, for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. The Mystery of Faith We proclaim your death, O Lord, and profess your resurrection until you come again. Therefore, O Lord, as we celebrate the memorial of the saving passion of your Son, his wondrous resurrection and ascension into heaven, and as we look forward to his second coming, we offer you in thanksgiving this holy and living sacrifice. Look, we pray, upon the oblation of your church, and recognising the sacrificial victim, by whose death you willed to reconcile us to yourself, grant that we who are nourished by the body and blood of your Son 
and filled with his Holy Spirit, may become one body, one spirit in Christ. May he make of us an eternal offering to you, so that we may obtain an inheritance with your elect, especially with the most blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, with Saint Joseph, her spouse, with the blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, and with all the saints, on whose constant intercession in your presence we rely for unfailing help. May this sacrifice of our reconciliation, we pray, O Lord, advance the peace and salvation of all the world. Be pleased to confirm in faith and charity your pilgrim church on earth with your servant, Francis, our Pope, and Mark, our Bishop, and his assistant, Ken, the Order of Bishops, all the clergy, and the entire people you have gained for your own. Listen graciously to the prayers of this family whom you have summoned before you. In your compassion, O merciful Father, gather to yourself all your children scattered throughout the world. To our departed brothers and sisters and to all who were pleasing to you at their passing from this life, give kind admittance to your kingdom. There we hope to enjoy forever the fullness of your glory. Through Christ our Lord, through whom you bestow on the world all that is good. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honour is yours for ever and ever. Amen. At the Saviour's command, informed by divine teaching, we dare to say, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress as we await the blessed hope and the coming of our Saviour, Jesus Christ. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours now and forever. Lord Jesus Christ, who said to your apostles, Peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, but on the faith of your church and graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will, who live and reign for ever and ever. Amen. The peace of the Lord be with you always. Let us offer each other the sign of peace. May this mingling of the body and blood of our Lord Jesus Christ bring eternal life to us who receive it. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. Lamb of God, you take away the sins of the world, grant us peace. Lord Jesus Christ, Son of the living God, who by the will of the Father and the work of the Holy Spirit, through your death, gave life to the world, 
Free me by this your most holy body and blood from all my sins and from every evil. Keep me always faithful to your commandments and never let me be parted from you. May the receiving of your body and blood, Lord Jesus Christ, not bring me to judgment and condemnation, but through your loving mercy be for me protection in mind and body and a healing remedy. Behold the Lamb of God. Behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord, I am not worthy that you should enter under my roof, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed. May the body of Christ keep me safe to eternal life. May the blood of Christ keep me safe to eternal life. They were all filled with the Holy Spirit and spoke of the marvels of God. Alleluia! A prayer for spiritual communion in union with all who are unable to physically receive communion at this time. My Jesus, I believe that you are present in the most holy sacrament. I love you above all things and I desire to receive you in my soul. Since I cannot at this moment receive you sacramentally, come at least spiritually into my heart. I embrace you as if you were already there, and unite myself wholly to you. Never permit me to be separated from you. Amen. The Body of Christ. Amen. The blood of Christ. Amen. What has passed our lips as food, O Lord, may we possess in purity of heart, that what has been given to us in time may be our healing for eternity. Let us pray. O God, who bestow heavenly gifts upon your church, safeguard, we pray, the grace you have given, that the gift of the Holy Spirit poured out upon her may retain all its force, 
and that this spiritual food may gain her abundance of eternal redemption. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Thanks everyone. With today's Feast of Pentecost, this brings our Easter season to a close. And what an Easter season it's been. The ordinary time resumes this Monday with the very fitting new feast day of Mary, the Mother of the Church. Have a grace-filled and compassion-filled week and may God and the Holy Spirit continue to bless and protect us all. The Lord be with you. Let's bow our heads and pray for God's blessing. May God, the Father of lights, who was pleased to enlighten the disciples' minds by the outpouring of the Spirit, the Paraclete, grant you gladness by his blessing and make you always abound with the gifts of the same Spirit. May the wondrous flame that appeared above the disciples powerfully cleanse your hearts from every evil and pervade them with its purifying light. And may God, who has been pleased to unite many tongues in the profession of the one faith, give you perseverance in that same faith, and by believing, may you journey from hope to clear vision. And may Almighty God bless you now and always in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Go forth, the Mass is ended. Alleluia, alleluia. Thanks be to God. Alleluia, alleluia. Spirit Hymn, inspired by the hymn of Rabanus Moros of the 9th century, music by Paul Kelly, arranged and sung with additional lyrics by Stefan Kelk, 2020. Sound effects by Mark D'Angelo. Production by KER. May God bless and keep you.